Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone.
what is good? What is happening, everyone? It is your boy, Ferris Muthana, and welcome to another edition of Good Friends, Better Rivals with my boy, as always and forever. It is my good friend and my better rival, Caleb Ochoa. Caleb, how are you, my main man? I'm great, man. And we back, baby. We're back. We're fucking back, man. We, Wait, we back. Ferris, Ferris. You smell that? Yeah, I smell it. I smell football. That's my football too, baby. That's my football. That's my football. Let's go. Fresh cut grass, yeah, turf, man. jacked up turf, men hitting dudes and pads. It's football season, baby. When yeah, the yeah. calendar hits August, it's time to play the game. You know what, Caleb? I want glory. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I want glory. Baby, you know what, Caleb? You know what? Hey, man, let's go out here like a bunch of crazy dogs. That's some fun. Yeah, baby. Let's come on. Oh, yeah. you, you know, LT. You know, LT. Uh, but let's get it down, man. Uh, let's get right into it, man. It's gonna be um, this show's gonna be a little revamped, a little. Um, we're not gonna be completely focused on the entire NFL because let's be real, we don't really care about the entire NFL. Nah. And let's be real, y'all don't want us to be talking about Jaguars versus Cincinnati. Like, no nah. offense, I'm sorry. I, hey, Jaguars fans, I, I love you. I love you. Don't, don't come at me because I know you guys are crazy. Don't do it. But I love I ain't you. gonna have a team for much longer anyway, so I don't yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, Caleb, sheesh, that's <laughs> hurtful. Uh, but yeah, no, we're, we're we're gonna be. It's gonna be strictly Giants, uh, Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys. You know, well, I'm a Giants fan, and he is a Cowboys fan. We are we're, we're we're pretty. You know, we don't like to tell people this, but we're really good friends. Like we are, like we are. Um, but we are better. We are better rivals. We are better rivals. On here talking Giants. I mean, yeah. I'm hey. regretting that. Yeah, hey. a little bit. Zip it, zip it, sir. Zip it. I mean, really? All right. Do, do Giants fans even want to hear hear stuff? Yes, like Giants yeah. fans care about Giants stuff. You know, I mean, really? love. I feel like they just want the to throw in the hole and just like don't talk about us. I just want to point um, out, Caleb. We want we want two Super Bowls in this century. You haven't. Yeah. What y'all done in the last five years? Uh, not win a playoff game like you. Yeah, we won a playoff game in the twenty eighteen. Against who? Well, yeah, you do. The Seahawks. Yeah, that's the Seahawks. They trash. Whatever. Okay. Um, but I, but not. But let's get right into it, man. I, before we end, I want to shout out to people in the chat, man. Shout out to Adelia. Adelia always holding it down. The homies, Ravens online on Gatekeepers. That's the boy Tony. Guys, make sure to go subscribe to Tony. Tony is on the path to two thousand. Hey, man, you want the real Ravens fans? You want the real about the Ravens? He gives you the real about the Ravens. No sugar coat. No BS. He gives you what's good. Um, you know, no, Tony, we don't only care about the Ravens. Get out of here, no. man. Get out of here, man. You man, y'all don't yo, sometimes I forget if y'all even like your team the way y'all talk I know. about your team. <laughs> the way he talks you about know, I mean, like, do you, you guys care about the Ravens? I don't know if y'all like, do. You just uh, talk, talk about rip, all that rip them apart. Like these are rip them apart. Uh, but it's but it's, it's all love, Tony. It's all love. Uh, but let's, <laughs> hey, Caleb, let's get right into it, man. Um, big big news, big news happening today. It is uh Deshaun Watson. Let's start off yeah. with uh, with the big NFL news, and then we we'll, we'll get down and talk about Giants. Deshaun Watson, um, the judge in the arbitrary case, Susan L. Robinson, recommended he be suspended for six games. Um, it is the recommendation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFLPA is going to stand by that recommendation, and but the, the the thing is now is the NFL has three days to respond, either agree to the th- recommendation or appeal her decision, and so we don't know. We don't know what they're gonna do. So we, so this is gonna take. It's gonna drag out. Not drag out. It's gonna keep going. Yeah, well, it's already been drug out. It's been drug yeah, out all goddamn off season. Yeah, it's, it, but now we know what the what the what the arbiter recommended. She recommended six games. 
But if the NFL doesn't agree with it, they'll appeal. They have three days to appeal. And then we'll, we'll continue in the appeal process. Um, but, Caleb, the initial response of six games, when you heard that, what, what were you like? Like six, six games? No, six freaking games. That, that, that's ridiculous to me. As a Cowboys fan who had, had to watch uh, Ezekiel Elliott get six games uh, with one accuser who was found by the NFL's own investigator, found not credible, basically she was full of shit and, had, uh, and basically made up the story about Zeke. And he got mm-hmm. six games for that for one accusation. Exactly. This man got 30 accusations against him. He had 20 uh, settled lawsuits. And he only gets six games. How is that the same? That's not the same. That's not fair. That, that that's bull crap. Yeah. Like, well, um, I, yeah. I know I agree with you. Oh, by the way, everyone, hey, make sure to like that. Make sure to like um like the video and subscribe if you haven't subscribed for more Giants Cowboys content in the NFL. But yeah, I'm with you, Caleb. Man, like seriously, like, like, okay, Calvin really was gambling. He put fifteen hundred down on the Falcons, right? Like that's what the story is. He got an entire season. You're talking about this man who has over 30 sexual harassment or assault complaints. Mm-hmm. Over 30. 20 of them have been settled already. Yeah. And he only gets six games? Like, come on, fam. Like, 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 they don't give me like like the way, dude, the way they treat, like, let's be real, man. I uh I watch I watch NFL Live and I tend to watch Mina Comps. I'm a big fan of Mina Comps. And she literally says it was like they don't care about what happens to women. They don't care. They just don't. Like the NFL does not give a damn. Because the way they vilify players who smoke weed. Smoked weed. Smoked weed. Like smoked weed. Probably had a problem and like an addiction. The way they vilified them. Josh Gordon got suspended for like three years. For failing most of his career, his most most of his career, he had one good. He had one. He had he had that one season where he played fourteen games, led the NFL in receiving yards. Josh Gordon, the way they talked about him, the way they talked about Josh Gordon, it was like he killed someone, like he killed somebody. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he ruined somebody's life. Like 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 Josh Gordon ruined somebody's life. No, the only life Josh Gordon ruined was his own life. You know, because he also had he also had he also had alcohol abuse as well with the with the with the marijuana. Like like many like many failed drug tests. Like I get it. Like, but that's that's a that's a problem. You should get some help. Like go like make him go to like a like rehab. Like make him go to rehab. You know what I mean? You know. But the way they vilified him, it felt like he killed somebody. It's like he just just he's failing drug tests. Get him get him some help. But Sean Watson only getting six games. After over 30 women say, no, but here's the thing, Caleb, too. They recommended the six games with a provision in it where it said he only gets massages from team therapists, th- t- team massage therapists. So um, if you have to put that, if you have to put that in the recommendation of the six games, shouldn't it be more than six games? I mean, I, I would say he shouldn't be able to get a massage ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you say, stop. oh, if you want, like, no you, massages. Okay. Yeah. Massage yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, girlfriend. Yeah. Somebody. Like somebody. <laughs> like like no nothing. Nothing like no soup for you. Like, you know what I mean? No massage for you. Um, but like, yeah, like when you put the provision, he only can get massages from team massage therapists. You're basically admitting. You're basically admitting what problem. he did. Dude had yeah, a he has a problem. He had a problem. He had like yeah. this weird thing about him where, I mean, 
had to go and find up women and, you know, try to get to have sex with them um, while he was getting massaged. Like, he had a problem. Yeah, and in each, in each situation is different. Some, some he, he said, hey, let's get down. And then some he didn't. But, like, yeah. overall, it's why do you need 30 massage therapists? Why do you need more than five? Like, scratch that. Like, scr- no, no, no. Why do you need more than two? Why do you need more than two? Like, I don't understand. Like, like actual athletes, they find the massage therapist that knows their body, and they stick with them. And they know how to activate their body, like, with a massage. But you are saying, yo, 30, like, why do you need 30? Like, that's the thing no one wants to answer, like, no one wants to talk about. Why do you need 30? Why? Why? Pro athletes who want to keep their body healthy find one or two massage therapists who know their body, and that's it. People who want to win. Yeah. Who, like like LeBron James, he spends a million dollars on his body. He knows wh- where to go to. He goes to Tim Grover in Miami for, for athletic stuff. It's like him and Dwayne Wade. He doesn't go to he doesn't go to a bunch of other trainers. You know what I mean? Alvin Kamara has one trainer. Has one like you know, like this massage therapist. Like, why do you need over 30 massage therapists, bro? 30? Like, it's it's more than just I'm getting a massage. Yeah. What? And, 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 uh, he, he had, by settling his lawsuit, that's even admitted that you know something went down. Like the, why why would you even settle those? Settle those? That, that's twenty settled cases. Mm-hmm. That, that's some admittance right there. Yeah, exactly. you did something wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, bro. Like, like and, don't play. Don't don't insult our intelligence, bro. Like, like come on, bro. Like you're you're a pro athlete, pro athletes who find people who know their body and can activate their body to the fullest extent. You don't let them leave you. You don't let them leave you. You keep them forever. They become part of your team. Like when when a, when a pro athlete finds a good nutritionist, he keeps the nutritionist. When a pro athlete finds a good chef, he keeps them, you know, as as much as possible. You know, what I mean, you don't cycle through chefs, you don't cycle through nutritionists, you don't cycle through massage therapists. You just don't. You find someone who like so like that's what I'm saying, bro. Like Deshaun, man, he like I mean, talk walking like man. I, I used to be a vehement defender of Deshaun Watson. His football oh, yeah, talent. His football okay, talent. We have many arguments. Yeah. His football talent, like it's it's unstated. He's pretty damn good at this game, you know. But you know, I think he's better he, than I do. But okay, yeah, I, I think he's pretty damn good. What are you talking about? Okay, whatever. It's, it's, it's not the point. It's not the point. It's not the point. We're not, you know, we're not okay. Whatever. Like on the field, he's pretty damn good. He's pretty good. But yeah, man. Like, bro, come on, man. Miss me with this nonsense, bro. Like, I'm six games, yeah. six games, bro. Yeah, Dude, I was, I, mean, I was. Honestly, bro, I was looking. It's gonna be ten. I thought it was gonna be ten. I wasn't surprised because I was hearing like, um, you know, I was four to six. Four yeah, to I heard six. four to six. Yeah, yeah so I was I, like, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't gonna be surprised when I heard this number. I was hoping for like more, but yeah, it is what it is. Wow, it's wild, bro. It's wild, bro. And hey, man, shout out to the homie Star Drew. Shout out to Star Drew. Yo, yo, the homie Garnet. Garnet was good. Garnet, one of the homies. Uh, but now let's move on, man, to uh, the, the, another story that kind of honestly, no offense, bro. This story kind of got dragged out. And I kind of got annoyed yeah. by it. But let's, let's talk about you. Like the Kyler Murray contract, the yeah. contract stipulation where you have to have four hours of independent studying outside of the, like outside of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not going to lie to you, man. 
it made the Cardinals look like it made the Cardinals look so dumb. They were so stupid. Like the, yeah. they, this, this this didn't help. Like no one's mad at Kyler Murray. For I this. mean, un- unless they wanted to look this way to say like, oh, this is why we try to drag this contract out, or this is why we paid him at this certain time, mm-hmm. um, or we we didn't give him like all his guaranteed money or something like that. Like yeah, because yeah. he, you know, you know, he's not always studying, not always doing film work. Yeah, I get um, that. Like, I get that, bro. But like, y'all, y'all look stupid. Like, y'all, y'all look stupid. Like, and then, then they, then they took it out of the contract. Yeah. So what the hell is the point of this? Well, because I think they, they, I think they, I think there was an issue. I think he wasn't as studying as much as he should have been, and I recognize that. That's why they put in the contract. I mean, why put it in the contract if the, you didn't have that observation that he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, studying film as much as he needed to, but he was playing good without. Like he was, he was pretty good last year with, without him studying film. Yeah. So if he's so, but, so they're they're probably yeah, like if you, yeah, well they're probably saying like if you study a little bit more film, you exactly. Look so how good. Yeah. I mean, how yeah. good? How much better could you be? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he. You, you, so he's probably just saying like, my God given talent, and they're yeah. like, yeah, that's cool and all, but like, can you please like study with your God given talent? Like, yeah, I mean, um, all the stuff he said, uh, like in his response and when he was getting all angry in his comp- press conference, it, he, he never mentioned film work. By the way, he never mentioned studying film. He's like, I prep, I prepare, I'm, I work hard, and I did this two sports. I, I didn't hear you say you, you study film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I man, he probably doesn't study film, does he? He doesn't study <laughs> film. He doesn't study film. <laughs> he doesn't, does he? Yo, man, like that's for real. Because like, 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 but then someone told me like, there's a lot of those in people's contracts. Or something, but maybe. Like, no, it's not. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think. think. Maybe it's like a new thing. Like um, they, they, they. Uh, I've heard this. Like they put in that you have to be in the in this town in the training facility for a certain amount of times. So that's that. Well, no, no, that's that's no, that's different yeah. though. Like you, exactly. You to be well, I think it's camp. similar as in training, like yeah. oh, you have to. They they put in this random stuff in their contracts to make sure they're doing yeah. what they need to be doing and they're not yeah. off doing whatever. But like around. specifically, like four hours of independent studying. Like outside of the facility, like th- that's not in Patrick Mahomes' contract. Yeah, that's not in Josh Allen's contract because we would have known. Because yeah. those are pretty high-profile quarterbacks. Like that's you know what I mean. Like, that's, that's why I said that they made it a point because I think they observed that he wasn't. He doesn't really study. Yeah, I think so. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what? They're probably all stupid. Like they're they're all dumb. This this organization is just dumb. I mean, I can't believe Larry Fitzgerald had to deal with these people. Yeah. I feel sorry for Larry Fitzgerald so much. Like, seriously, bro. Seriously. God, amen. You know, I'm sick of talking about this. All right. Let's get right into this, Caleb. Uh, All right. You know what I mean? Yo, Caleb, you know what? You know what, Caleb? We'll say one thing right now. How about them Cowboys? Let's talk about it, baby. It's Cowboys. It's the first day of padded training camp. Training camp's been going on for about a week. But let's get right into it. The Cowboys training camp, Caleb. Caleb, on the on the notes, you said uh, you watched the Jerry and uh, and the Mike McCarthy press conference. What were your yeah. takeaways from that press conference? Um, well, they always have their opening press conference. Um, and uh, obviously, the first question that was asked is about Mike McCarthy's job. Um, obviously, because in the offseason, Jerry Jones, you know, talked all the stuff and like he always does. And you know, it is it's just it is how it is. Mike McCarthy, you know, you know, make, make some bad decisions in that, that final game. Um, so he's he's questioned. He's questioned. So the first thing he asked is, um, uh, what is what, about his job security? 
and he, he Mike McCarthy says it's a media-driven narrative. Um, and Jerry says he I would not be sitting here today if uh, I thought he was not the man that could get this to the Super Bowl. <laughs> but, but he ended with, "I have choices." That's what. Yes. That's, that's the quote everybody looking at. I have choices. Yes. Uh, I mean, he's sitting right there, man. He's sitting Dude, right there. And you have to say that. Like, you're like, right next like, to me, man. Now he's the thing too with with, with the Jerry's like oh it's like if if I didn't want him if I if I didn't know he was be successful he wouldn't be here. You had Jason Garrett as your head coach for ten years, dude. Yeah. Like get out of here. Don't act like you know proper head coaches. Jared Jason Garrett should have been fired after three or four years. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like like don't like don't be like I, I like, can't make I can't believe he made it through this three straight and eight names. Like he like that's what I'm saying. Name. Like Jerry should have been fired him, bro. Like like. Like and then and then throwing that oh I have choices, then why is she, why is he here then? Which he does. Why I is mean, because he he, we have with Dan Quinn on the staff. Yes. Um, Kellen Moore interviewed for, interviewed for and then Sean Payton's out there. Yeah. And I, I really feel like he wants Sean Payton here. Yeah, and then um, Sean Payton it, retired. Yeah, yeah. For a bit. Um, because Sean He'll Payton be was here before. He'll be, back. He'll be back. He was he was here before as our office coordinator, so he's familiar with us. But yeah, I, I really think that McCarthy's on the hot seat this year. I mean, if he doesn't get it done, and we have to win multiple uh, playoff games um, for his for him to get his job back. Because I always say this, I've been saying this, is that I, I don't know what he does. I don't know what he does. Mike McCarthy. Um, yeah, because I don't either. Dan Quinn takes care of the defense. Kelmore takes care of the offense. Kelmore calls the plays. Mike McCarthy, what is it that you do here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you do. Yeah. Um. Th- that's why. That's why I can't really. I, I don't know. Even to put it on uh, some of the, the you know the disappointments that we had uh, on him because I don't know what he's what decisions he's actually making. Uh. You know, as far as like calling plays and all that. So you know. Um. But yeah, I definitely think if he doesn't get done, he's got to be out of there. Yeah. Also, guys, and if you want to, if you guys want to join the conversation, uh, make sure to hit us up at uh, Streamlabs at uh, streamlabs.com slash, I believe it's 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 it's, it's the pin comment in, in the in the chat, uh, WWE streamlabs.com slash LG on network. If you want to uh, have your comment read um, and you want to join the conversation, uh, but yeah, Caleb. So like, yeah, man, like, dude, like Jerry's lost a step. You know what I mean? He's lost it. Like, well, the real. thing is that I, I feel like people are giving uh, Jerry. A uh, lot more credit where he they think he's um in every single decision, all mm-hmm. the things. Yeah, he, he's I think backed up a yeah. lot. He's backed yeah, up. I a think. Whole yeah, lot. I think. I think what's what Jerry's doing now is this: he takes the credit and takes the blame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when something bad happens, and like let's say his son or uh, was it Will McClay? Is it Will McClay? Yeah, Will McClay. Yeah, it's like, like, Stephen takes a lot of decisions. Uh, um. That, yeah. that that they make for the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, and Mo McClay does pretty much all the personnel stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think if when Stephen and Will mess up, Jerry takes the bullet. But when Stephen and Will do something good, Jerry takes a little bit of the credit. You know what I mean? And I think honestly, it's a symbiotic relationship. Jerry's basically saying like, I'm gonna protect you two media wise. Media wise, I'm gonna protect you two because the media is focused on me. Like they're focused on me. You know, when I, when we screw up, it's my fault. When we succeed, I get a little bit of credit. He probably gets 70% of the credit. Then there's certain people in the media that say, oh, Steven. And then there's like the really deep nugget people like, oh, Will McClay. You know what I mean? 
but most like basic media members say Jerry. He gets credit and failure. And I think I think Jerry, I think Stephen and Will. That's why they haven't left. Is that they know what Jerry's doing. When they mess up, Jerry takes the bullet. That's why Will McClay hasn't left. Like Will McClay could have left. Oh, yeah. Someone could have given Will McClay the keys to someone's someone's kingdom. Yeah. He could have done that, but he realized he's like he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's good at his job. Exactly. Like, I think I think Jerry's like you're basically my GM, yeah. but I protect you. You know what I mean? Like, like he, he takes you do the personnel. Stevens yeah. more of the financial stuff, and um, mm-hmm. you know what, what yeah. we do with the capital and all that stuff. Exactly. So like he protects them too from the media from going after them because they go after him. Like everyone always insults Jerry. Jerry should be not hands-on. Jerry should be detached. Jerry shouldn't be in so many decisions when he isn't. He isn't. You know what I mean? Like that famous story where he's like, he wanted Johnny Manziel. He talks a lot. But, I mean, that's what he does. He talks. He talks a lot. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like that's, that's the way he protects his, his, his peoples. He talks a lot and people always go after the person who talks a lot and they go after Jerry. So like that famous story where he's like, he wanted Johnny Manziel. I think he like was like, ooh, I like Johnny Manziel. Ooh, could we may have got him? Maybe. But his son was like, yeah, but Zach Martin's the right pick, Pops. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's drive Zach Martin. But then they like, blew it out of proportion and said it was internal strife between the Cowboys. Steven and Jerry wanted two different players. Like, no, they knew Zach was the pick. Jerry's yeah. like Johnny. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. But now, Caleb, um, let's transition to your receiver depth. Unfortunately, James Washington broke his foot today, right? He broke his foot today? Or was it yep. yesterday? Was it today? It was today. First pad practice. Today. And yeah. So like, now take me through foot. how does this how does this reassess or readjust your guys' receiver depth? Um it, it's, it's time to press the panic button. Uh, cause our depth is looking like crap. Um not good. Mm-hmm. Michael Gallup is not gonna be ready for week one. He's not. It's, that, it's just he's just he's not. not. Towards ACL um, too late in the year. Yeah, I mean it's, it's not looking good for him to at the start of the season. Um, so it's a, our 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 starting two is CD Lamb and a rookie, third round rookie Jalen Tolbert right now. Um, mm-hmm. If Washington didn't get hurt, he would have been in that two spot. Would have felt a little bit mm-hmm. better about that. But we did sign uh, the USFL MVP Gavante Turpin, um, who's GCU more of dog. Yeah, he's a small, fat, really fast uh, return guy. Um, so he like, at least get, he's very good at the slot. Yeah, exactly. That's what. So, he's a uh, slot guy. so hopefully he can do something and um, as a receiver in that slot spot because we definitely need that. Um, we have uh, we have Noah Brown. We have who's most mostly a running running receipt uh, run blocking receiver. Uh, we have T.J. Basher, who. Yeah, a lot of people were talking about the catch he made in the back of the end zone with one hand um, last week in practice. Um, a guy who I like name keeps coming up. Uh, they keep playing him a lot. Um, is Dennis Houston? He's an undrafted rookie. Um, and where's he from? He, I think I know that name. I know that. I think I know that name. I'm not sure. You have to look it up. I've never uh, really heard of him. <laughs> yeah, but but for an undrafted rookie to um, get as many snaps. Uh, as he's getting, I mean, that's got to tell you something that they really like this guy. Um, so he, he's a sleeper to make this team. Um, cause, cause he, um, yeah, he wouldn't be getting the, oh, the ref. Oh, no, I know who this cat is. No, I know who this cat is, bro. He was, um, he was, um, one of the top receivers in the NCAA FCS. He was at Western Illinois. He played with my boy, Dre Sean, actually. 
He was he was uh, he was receiver one on Western Illinois. Yeah, I think he had like 140 catches that like or no 120 some odd catches last year. He's uh, for an FCS player. He's he's pretty dang good. Pretty dang good. Yeah, but he's an FCS player, so we'll see. And you know what? You know. And yeah, and then also we have a rookie. Uh, oh well, our second player, uh, Simi Fahoku, um, who just hasn't yes. been catching on. He just hasn't been uh, um, really getting it. And uh, Don Terry Drummond and Ty, uh, Ty Fart Fogel. That's pretty much it. It doesn't look good. So for all that, it's uh, it's not good after that. After um, it looks like James Washington. They obviously they it just happened, so we don't know the full extent of how long he'll be out. Um, they're just saying that looks like a foot fracture. Uh, so that's really really bad, and we really really should be thinking about bringing somebody else in. Um, I think there's like two guys out there still left. Um, thing like Ty and like friggin', um, who was the other guy from uh, Houston? I think Kenny Stills. Uh, no, the other one from Houston. Uh, yeah, kind of the name is Brandon. Oh, Cooks. Will Fuller. No, Will Fuller. Uh, man, forget Will Fuller. Man, he probably be injured week two. He'll be injured too. Don't go, Will Fuller. <laughs> but this, yeah, I'm just saying options. He needs there's, to be on the juice. There's not a lot of options the out there. I'm just saying, there's not a lot of options uh, out there. Yeah. Well, well, Caleb, uh, um, I just, I just realized, you know, Dennis Houston, from Western Illinois, he actually led the nation in receptions last year. Led the nation in receptions per game at eight and a half. Led the entire Mountain Valley uh, Conference in receptions per game and total receptions. Uh, he actually on he was against Ball State. He had 237 yards, and. I think 15 catches. Let me double check. 15 catches. Oh, yes. Two, 237. He had 237 yards against Ball State. Um, West Illinois was pretty good last year. Um, he's He led he led the nation. He was literally the nation's, one of the nation's top receivers. Uh, he's pretty damn good, Caleb. He's pretty good. He's pretty good, bro. He's pretty good. So I guess yeah, he's pretty um, good. Yeah, he's got a lot of play time. So hopefully we see him in the preseason, uh, see what we can do. And, and you know, I feel a little bit better about the situation because it's not looking good. Not looking good. Yeah, no, nah, it's not. It's really not. But I, so, so like, pretty much, that's the position you're really worried about this year is your wide receiver depth. Because that's out of CD, it's literally nothing. So it's really yeah. CD and Dalton Schultz. That's what it is. Yeah, CD Dalton, and Dalton Schultz. Pretty much that's pretty much it. it. All right. All right. Now we'll skip the transition. Yeah, yeah. When your tight end is your second option, when your receiver should be like. Well, you know, when the tight ends being a second option nowadays is pretty good. It's actually a pretty fine, okay? Because let's be real, Travis Kelsey is yeah. is well, Travis Kelsey is Patrick Mahomes' first option. Like that's number one. Derek Carr, well, his uh, first option. Another option. Well, one of the other uh, the, the the topics we have is uh, Challenge Moore's usage of Tony Pollard. Yes, and that could be another option. Option. Um, but guess what? Tell Moore, don't do that. He don't do that. He don't put him in the slot. He always talks about it. Every offseason, he talks about, oh, we can do this, we can do that with Tony Pollard. And he never freaking does it. Uh, the, mo- the most, uh, like the mo- some of the most successful drives that we've ha- we had last season was when when Zeke and Pollard on the field at the same time. And for some reason, he just gets away from that. Welcome to the Ravens, Caleb, where your tight ends are number one option, <laughs> <laughs> and you have no wide receivers. <laughs> That's the cool. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah so he he never does it though. He never puts Tony Pollard. He does it for like a 
few drives, and then he just stops doing it for some reason. I don't know. It's successful. It works, but he doesn't want to do it. Um, I, I don't understand why he doesn't. Um, Tony Pollard, like he he could he could be a good slot if we put him in there. Um, he can catch the ball really well. He's an explosive guy. So I don't know why we don't use him more like that. And uh, maybe maybe uh, with this injury, with the wide receiver depth looking the way it does, uh, maybe that forces him to uh, um, put put that in the playbook more often and you know call, oh, call those type of plays. Yeah, we froze. Oh, you froze, Caleb. Sorry about that. Uh-huh, what did you say? Yeah, you fr- you froze a little. Sorry. Oh, uh, I said uh, hopefully with the receiver depth the way it looks, it, um, looking like uh, maybe that forces him to call more of those plays where you know Zeke um, and Pollard are on the field at the same time and Pollard's in the slot yeah. as another an option. As another wide receiver. Yeah. Well, you know what? Be creative. Like, what's wrong with being creative? Like, I feel like what's wrong with NFL NFL coaches and not wanting to be creative? I just don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. be creative, man. Do a gadget play. Do a jet sweep. Do a do a QB handoff, man, like like do an end around. They're not gonna expect it. You know what I mean? Be creative. Do some do something wild and wacky. You know what I mean? Oh, those are gadgets plays. Like it's working. Who cares? Do it. Be creative. Have two running backs on the field. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just be creative. Well, another kill, like something that me and you are very, very in tune in our teams is our offensive line, right? Yeah. Y'all had one of the best offensive lines in football a couple of years ago. And then, you know, y'all lost a couple of pieces like Ronald Leary, uh, Leo Collins, and Doug Free. Free retired, yeah. and Leary and Collins are, are gone via free agency. But now you've actually, you know, you're – let's talk about it, man. Um, I saw this video of Tyler Smith, uh, the, um, the, the, the offensive lineman you guys drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, no, I'm no longer going to make fun of you if you draft random offensive linemen in the first round because y'all <laughs> did draft one of the best centers in the entire NFL before he, before he got sick. Um, yeah. And uh, we have a and, Hall of Fame guard, Frederick. a Hall of Fame tackle, uh, and and one, yeah, it was like, and you know what? I think Travis Frederick could have been a Hall of Famer if he didn't get sick. He, yeah, probably would. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, so Tyler Smith, it was Tyler Smith versus Tristan Hill, and it was like, it was like, it was like a nasty stalemate. Like they had each other, like ah, and I'm like, yeah. oh snap, yeah. I mean, that's so crazy. So let's take me through Caleb, your offensive lineman. Like, what's going on? What's good with it? Um, there was I'm also excited. an injury as well, right? There was an injury as well. Uh, yes. Um. Yes. But but I'm excited about this um, because oh Co- people are saying oh Co- we lost Collins we saw Connor Williams oh our design is falling apart screw Connor um, Williams he he, said, he sucked like, exactly Connor Williams <laughs> had no strength he was yeah. holding all the time because he was getting pushed back all the goddamn time because he wasn't strong at all he, that's why he held he was holding them back because he was he was almost on his back like. He, he, you know why? Was, you know why people? You know why people were big fans of Connor Williams last year, Caleb? Why is that? Hard knocks. Yeah. That, that that one episode of him and Aaron Donald fighting, like it was, <laughs> it was that episode. It was like, oh, he, he looks good. He fought Aaron Donald. I'm like, bro, it's practice. Yeah, our, our, our inter, interior line was the worst part because uh, we couldn't. That's why we couldn't run the ball. That's what, uh, we had problems um, because we had no push. We had no push because we had no power. And with Tyler Smith, Tyler Smith is a is a powerful guy. That's why we drafted him. He's a mean, yeah. nasty guy. Um, yes, he gets holding penalties, but because he was playing at tackle, he's playing at guard now. He was only playing, uh, having those holding uh, calls because he was having it's to also, reach. Yeah. But at guard, he won't have to reach as much. He can just be powerful and uh, push guys off the ball. You know, ball. That's what that's what we're looking for, and I think that's um, being at guard will suit him more, and he won't have those holding problems. Connor Williams was having those problems because he wasn't strong. Also, too, in the NFL, if you're a guard, you can hold a little. 
You can hold a little and get away with it. Like, you can hold a little and get away with it. It happens all the time. Like, centers and guards, they do that all the time. You know what I mean? Like, they, 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 like, bro, like, there was one episode, there was one time I saw Nick Bosa being choked. Like, they were choking him. And then they ended up injuring Nick Bosa, and they didn't call the penalty. Like, like defensive linemen get, like, you want to talk about the most dangerous part in the NFL, the most dangerous position to play is defensive line. Tackles and DNs. Like, it's the D-line. You're being held all the time. You're being punched. You're being kneed. You're being you're being chop blocked. It's why do you think when an offensive lineman gets a back injury, their career is done? You know what I mean? It's it it's you it's it's pretty rough, dude. It's yeah. pretty rough. Yeah, man. So like you know, Tyler Smith coming inside, he can hold a little. Like because let's be real, they all hold a little. Uh, so I you know what I think you could you could have gotten an upgrade. You could have gotten an yeah. upgrade. And, and but we you know what? Depth. You know what? Anything, anything, anything not named Connor Williams is an upgrade. <laughs> um, yeah, and and we have, we have some depth at that uh, position because he he's he's in a battle with uh, Connor McGovern, um, who mm-hmm. he used a lot um, as a as a fullback um, last year as a lead blocker for Zeke. And like, why? Because he, he's like, a powerful guy. He just went. He, but yeah, most, but he's thing, you're right. He's a powerful guy. Let him play guard instead of Connor Williams. Well, yeah. I mean, we did have him in there, and then we go back to Connor Williams. But I think he, but um, he's saying that looking, he's looking good. He's looking stronger. Um, uh, so that that's that's positive news. But the uh, negative news is that, uh, well, as we know, uh, Tyron Smith always going to get hurt. Um, he he's, he hasn't been healthy in I don't know how long. Um, so we 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 have to plan for that. He's going to get hurt this season. And Matt Willetsko, who was a rookie tackle, fighting for mm-hmm. you know that spot of you know replacing uh, a Tyron Smith, um, he, he has a, this weird he has this weird injury um, uh, that where his shoulder just keeps popping in and out. Like yeah, it just it just just pops in and out all the time. What? Whoa! Really? Yeah, it's yeah, wild. It's really weird. That's 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 weird, bro. So he has that's to weird. get that. So he, he 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 hasn't been practicing because he has to go uh, get t- that taken care of. Which that's the pro- that that's the spot um, I'm more fearful is at the Taka spot because I know Tyron Smith's gonna get hurt, and we don't really have depth at that one. We don't have depth at the tackle position. We have Josh Ball; he's looking better, but it's not a guy I want to go, you know, into a game with, um, you know, back at you know replacing Tyron Smith when he ever gets injured, you know. Yeah. So I'm a little worried about that spot. And on right right side, you know, everybody wants to talk about oh Long Collins, we're getting rid of Long Collins. Yeah, I agree. Long Collins was a good uh, guy. But honestly, um Karen Steele was playing just as well. Like when I Lyle think Collins I think was, here's the thing. I think Leo Collins is a better guard. Like he should have played guard. He should have been playing guard. But y'all had him, but he could play right tackle. We could play it very good. He was good. He could play yeah, he, was he was good. good. He was good tackle. But 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 Caleb, when you're when you guys had a great offensive line is when him and both your guards were him and Col- and Martin, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like him and Martin and free. It was it was him and free on the right side, Smith and Martin on the left side, and then Travis Travis in the middle. I think he's a better guard, and I think he's gonna play guard in Cincinnati. I don't think he's playing tackle in Cincinnati. I'm not sure, uh, but uh, yeah. So Garnett, the- Garnett six foot three, three hundred twenty pounds of waste. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we, we have, uh, Terrence Steele who played uh, while, he, uh, Collins was suspended. He played just as well. I mean, there's basically no difference in, in their mm-hmm. play last year. It was pretty seamless transition. Um, all I'm worried about is that left, left tackle position and, you know, 
we'll, we'll see. We'll see in the preseason games um, how well these guys do. Yeah. Do you know who's getting the hard knock spot? The Lions. Oh. Yeah, let's go buy some kneecaps. Buy some kneecaps. Let's go buy some kneecaps. I know I kept the final uh, cowboy thing uh, before we transition to uh, the better team that wears blue. Uh, the defense shined early. What were your yeah. What were your bright spots? Um, the pretty much the entirety. Even the defense, I mean, all parts look good because you no, know, I have to be trusting Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is so good, man. I love this dude. I love this man, and he's only been here for like one 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 season. But I love this guy because uh, there's never been such a difference. From a historically bad defense that we had in 2020, it was like the all-time worst defense in Cowboys history to go to at least uh, we were like finished like 12. And Who's we your defensive coordinator? With, huh? Who's your defensive coordinator? Rod Marinelli. Before Dan Quinn? Yeah. No, it was, Matt, uh, it was Mike Nolan. It was Mike Nolan? Yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, oh. Rob Marinelli was the one was the interim before you got Mike Mike Nolan. Okay. Yeah, Rob, Rob Marinelli yeah. was defensive coordinator for like years, but. Yeah, but, he's a great yeah, defensive so, line coach. He's a great defensive line coach. So Dan Quinn, uh, Dan Quinn made a huge difference last year. Um, he's looking again. He's making. He did miracles to this defense, and he's um, Michael looks great. Michael looks like Micah. Um, he's yeah. going. He, he's pretty much everywhere in practice. Um, Anthony Brown uh, uh, looking good. Uh, he's he was a bright spot, you know, locking down that you know other side of Trayvon Diggs. Um, and he has some, he has some good, good death there because we had Calvin, Calvin Joseph um, trying for a spot, and Nation Wright looking good. Um, so we have, we have pretty good secondary depth um, at this moment, uh, especially with they, they be saying Malik Hooker at the safety position uh, looks better than what we had healthy. last year. He stays healthy. Like that's the biggest yeah. thing about Malik Hooker. So it's like he always played very well. It's like he just never was healthy, like ever. Like so he, I'm, I'm, and he would play hurt. So like you never really. Got a healthy Malik Hooker to his best his ability. Yeah, uh, and yet, like you said, Tristan Hill and in, in that battle, he's looking some. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really loving uh, what I'm hearing from from Cowboys camp. Um, even Micah said uh, that um, he says, "I think uh, once I start losing my speed, I'll go to the edge." He was talking about Dan Quinn's scheme because he doesn't want to just play edge. And he said, "But right now, I'm just having uh, so much doing everything." Which you know, it's better for him to just be everywhere than just being a, a pass rusher. You know, yeah. um, he, you know, being a linebacker, being in coverage, being uh, just going everywhere. So the uh, the offenses don't know where he's at. And yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see Michael this year because he 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 also said that last year he was just guessing in Dan Quinn system. He was guessing. He didn't because uh, he didn't know the defense fully. But now this year he knows it, and I, I mean, if he was that good and he was just guessing last year, I mean, how good is he gonna be this year? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's gonna be freaking amazing. Yep, he he will be unless when he's going up against the Giants and he has to go against those two mammoth offensive linemen. Okay. Well, six foot, six foot yeah. seven, big old yeah. offensive linemen, three hundred okay. plus pounds of lean, mean fighting machine, baby. You know what? Yo, hit, hit me with that. Hit me with that sauce, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, that's what we are. Now let's talk about it. The team with the better shade of blue. It is the New York football giants. It is the one, the only, the team that everyone loves. Everyone wants to be. Everyone hates because they jealous. The New York Giants, guys. Uh, we, you know, shut up, Gil. Right? You know, I sat here and I and I let you through your diatribe about how great your team is. My team is improving, baby. We're looking good. Let me tell you why we're are looking you, good. Um, that's not what I'm hearing. I'm not. That's not what I'm hearing. From who? Who are you talking to? 
I'm just, that's not what I'm hearing. Well, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing we're, we're good. <laughs> I don't know about that. Who are, who's your sources? I'm, I'm hearing Danny uh, Danny Dimes looking like garbage. Well, he, he really he, he's really never really been that good, so it doesn't really matter. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the most important aspect of our team, the offensive line, man. Well, we did, unfortunately, uh, one of the big stories coming out of the training camp was uh, our our the center, um, the person we signed in the offseason, John Feliciano, who was going to play center for us, actually went down. Uh, he actually, um, so I don't know, how, no, I don't know how severe the injury was. I didn't, I didn't double check with it, but he did go down. Uh, we then moved um, Shane Lemieux, who was our left guard, uh, to center. He, t- he did some snaps at center. He looked pretty good. He looked fine. He was cool. He's probably a good emergency center if we need some help. And then, and then one of the North Carolina offensive linemen we drafted, um, Josh Ewuzudu, he played left left guard. With with um with uh and uh, Andrew Thomas, and Awuzu uh Awuzu six foot six, and his and uh and Nate McKinneth, he's also six foot six. So like we have six foot six, six foot six, six foot seven, six foot seven. Our shortest offensive lineman is six foot five. So like we got big boys, and that's what I really was watching all day. Is like, like that's the thing that I want to talk about is our offensive line looks different. And here's the thing about an offensive line. Not everybody can be like a, a big name. It doesn't matter about being a big name. It's about what pieces fit together. Like the offensive lines that we won with the Super Bowl, our pieces fit. You know, we had we had Deal, we had Sneed, we had O'Hara, we had Seibert and Kareem McKenzie or Kevin Booth. You know what I mean? But they weren't big name offensive linemen. No one, no one's gonna think of who, a great left tackle, David Deal, or you know, even though he's, he was a pretty damn good left tackle. But the unit. This is the only aspect of the team that, like, they're a unit. A unit together can be very successful. Uh, I know Hayden is, is a skill. No, <laughs> right? I'm not talking about their yeah, height. I'm talking about how big lumber. they are. They're massive. They're just a bunch of lumbering guys. That, that's not always good. You need leverage. Yeah. I, I know, but they, they got quick feet. They got quick feet. I've been, I've been seeing they got quick feet. Especially Evan Neal. Evan Neal got great, has great feet. Uh, so, like, I was um, following Dan Duggan. Um he had a bunch of O-line, D-line, one-on-ones. And our offensive line was looking very good. Um, Kayvon, Kayvon beat Matt uh, Gano, who's our, who's our, you know, a guy fighting for the backup left ta- uh, right tackle spot. Um, him, and, him and Andrew Thomas's battles have been very good. Uh, I like how they're fighting each other, man. Iron sharpens iron. They're, they're, they're going after each other, you know. And, you know, I think, you know, his thing, man, like Andrew Thomas, man, he, he got a raw deal, and I'm pretty sure Andrew Thomas is like people talk about how like, we drafted the the fourth best left left tackle in that draft. We shouldn't have done that. We shouldn't have done that. It's looking like we drafted one of the you know what I mean. Like the only left tackle probably better than him is Jedrick Wills because he actually plays left tackle. Tristan Wirfs plays right tackle, and Mackay Becton is always injured. And I, you yeah. know what? And you know if and here's the thing about Andrew Thomas too that people don't want to talk about. Like this is the, this is one of the biggest stories of our offseason. It's not about the wide receivers. It's not about the quarterback. It's not about the running back. The reason the team sucked, it's the, the offensive line was been, has been bad for years. It's been yeah. bad for years. Like let's be real. Like the Minnesota Vikings want, made the playoffs and had a great season with Christian Ponder. You know why? They had a very good offensive line and a guy named Adrian Peterson. You know what I mean? Like you can succeed with the average quarterback if you have a great offensive line. You know what I mean? And our offensive line hasn't been hasn't been average. Has been horrible. Has been horrible. Like, horrible. Like, it's a crime. Like a crime, dude. It's like, it's a, it's, 
like they should be like 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 it was it was like Ryan Grixon bad Andrew Luck trying to kill Andrew Luck bad offensive line. Like that's how bad it was. It was like so a horrible. Kind of, so they're trying to build up the offensive line for the next quarterback. Yes. Like let's be real. That's what it is. Like like I was watching the press conference between him and Brian Dayball. I've watched a couple press conferences with them too. They tell you nothing in those press conferences because they know how the New York media is. You know what I mean? They tell you nothing because New York media people can twist it and maneuver as well as they way. Like one of the stories where I'm about to bring up a little later that was kind of manipulated. Joe Shane and Brian Dayball, they've injected a new type of energy to the team, but the media won't know about it. So like those press conferences with the media, I don't watch those because they mean nothing to me because they won't tell me anything. There's nothing. You know, there's nothing. Player player press conferences, yeah, because they may let something slip once or twice. You know what I mean? But they it's, all, it's the offense. They will not be running laps or doing push-ups. <laughs> it's not happening. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> like, I tried to defend it last year, and I just like, I just like, I don't know why. I no, because like I wanted to believe, but then like as I was like debating you and Jose and Brodney, I just felt like. Yeah, I'm not winning this argument. Like, Ooh, yeah. why are you why are you telling grown ass men who are making millions of dollars to do push ups? I'm sorry. Like, no, it's like that, that's the thing. That's a lot of these these player press conferences are telling. Like, it's, they keep saying like, the energy is different. It's different. It's different. We're doing something different. Like, I feel the vibe is different. You know what I mean, and speaking of Brodney, 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 there's what's up, Brodney? How you doing? What up? Um, what up? Uh, but yeah, man, like it's it's the offensive line is looking different. Like the offense is looking different. So you know Saquon I mean? don't have to run backwards anymore. Yes. He won't have to run three yards to get four yards. You know what I mean? He won't have to run three yards to get – like, like he won't have – like, like it's like, thank the Lord. Because here's the thing, too. Um, when our offensive line was good last year, uh, it was um, – Nick Gates was our left guard, right? He was our left guard. And it was against the Saints. We beat the Saints. We, we came back on the Saints, and we – and we and – we, and, like, we, we came back on them, and we won. And Swickon Barkley had a great game. He had a he had a touchdown reception. He had a rushing touchdown. The offensive line looked good. In the following week, Nick Gates breaks his leg. That goes the guard. The, like Andrew Thomas has had six different guards play with him, left guards. How can you have? How can you find continuity with that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that's the thing. That's the thing. Oh yeah, I I definitely see it on the on the Cowboys side because Tyron Smith um sometimes he he has to he always has to help uh, Connor Williams all the time he has to go and reach and make sure exactly he's like one guy on this guy and then he has mm-hmm. another hand on this guy mm-hmm. exactly because they know out. the they know the left guard ain't nothing so the left tackle's guarding his dude and then but he's like God damn it and like imagine having to play with six different left guards Caleb six different left guards. You're like, what the hell is going on right now? You know what I mean? Like, what is going on? You know, so we need we need we need someone to solidify the left guard position. That's what we need. You know, you know, because we got the tackles. It's very clear who our tackles are. It's Evan Neal, it's Andrew, it's the guards in the center. That's what we need. Fleece fell down and um, got injured in training camp. So I, I'm kind of concerned about that because he's a veteran. He's a veteran. Like, and he's like, and Shane Lemieux taking snaps at center, and I'm like, you've never played center. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of um, a lot of motion, a lot of motion, so much motion action at the and then, like just so much. And it's not like it's not like motion for nothing. It's like motion to readjust the defense, then they attack. You know, it's not like BS motion. 
and let's be real, like motioning is become the, the new rage in the NFL. Does the Saquon look like he, uh, like he used to injury bottom or anything? No, he looks he looks good. He looks good. They've actually used him in slot a couple times. They're motioning him outside the backfield. They're motioning him outside the backfield. He's looking pretty good. He's actually looking pretty good. I like that. Wandale Robinson has been impressive. He's been looking good. But here's the thing about Wandale Robinson. I liked him because here's the thing about Wandale. He played in the SEC, right? And we all agree, right? The SEC is the best conference in the in the college football, right? Right? He has the best defenders, yep. pretty much almost the best players, right? He had 107 catches for a thousand for 1,200 yards in, in eight touchdowns in the SEC at 5'8". What? Excuse me? In the SEC, 107 catches, 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns. Any other receiver, like any Alabama receiver that has that, they're, they're a first-round pick? They're a first-round pick? Um. Kenny, uh, Kenny Galladay, I haven't really seen much from him. Um, he's saying uh, that he, not hearing good things. Not hearing yeah, good things. Like, because no, I haven't seen a lot. I, I can't really comment on it. I need to watch him because I've been really focused on the uh, the lines, Rodney. I've been really focused I think on it's the just, lines. I just, it was bad. It was bad signing. It was, it was bad signing. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how Dayball. <laughs> it was bad signing. We'll see. No, no, we'll see. No, no, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, but you know, that's that's pretty much it. it's, it's all about the offense, right? But then, um. But then, but the most important thing I, I, I want to put on the defensive side of the ball is they've switched the green dot. The green dot is the captain play caller. It used to be Blake Martinez, but now it's Xavier McKinney, our safety, the X-Man right here, baby. That's X-Man all day, yeah. X-Man. Um, so X, is, X has been improving. I love Xavier McKinney. I literally, dude, when we drafted him, I was like, wait. I thought he was gone by now. Like, I literally thought he was gone. That's why I wanted Antoine Winfield Jr. Because I thought Xavier McKinney was going to be gone before Antoine Winfield Jr. But someone drafted Antoine Winfield Jr. before X. And I'm like, oh, X was my safety one. And we drafted him. I think he's been really good. He's been really um, – he um, talked to Eric Weddle. Um, Don Martindale gave him Eric Weddle's number. And they talked about the scheme and the way Don works his offense. And, like, you know, I know Don Martindale a lot because I know a lot of Ravens fans. And they talk about him a lot. Don Martindale – Loves to blitz or some type of exotic blitz. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Loves it. So I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of man, a lot of cover zero, and Xavier McKinney's going to be a lot of he's going to be a lot of high safety. It's going to be a lot of Xavier McKinney in the back by himself, helping everyone else. Oh, so I think you guys X- got those, those two uh, the two pass rushers. You know, yeah, Aziz and uh, yeah, say it with your chest, and, uh, Aziz Ojalari. Yeah, yeah so Obviously. Aziz and Kayvon. Our our, yeah. our two youngsters coming off the edge, um, um. Then we got Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams in the middle. Um, so Dexter Lawrence moving to the middle when he playing in. Yeah, no, they're gonna bump him in because like they're gonna, because oh, because no, because they were no, like a weird three four. It's like a what weird they, three four. Three now? No, 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 they're not. They they are three four. They they were a three four last year, but I don't know. But, I, but is Don does Don run a basic four three? Yeah, I need to find out. I should, I should know that. Cause not, cause like, cause like, well, now in the NFL, there's a lot of, there's a lot of weird fronts. You know, like you, you have three d- defensive linemen, and like, and like, okay. like cause like, cause like, cause like during, well, during, during training camp, well, especially there was with a, us, cause we, yeah. we have a weird set that just like we have a standing up guy and, and yeah, you never know where he's at. Yeah, but here's the thing too about that too is uh there was one time in training camp where it was three offensive linemen, three defensive linemen. Four backers, 
and then it was no 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 three three and five no we're like wait wait two it was two yeah yeah no it was it was two five no wait time out I'm, I'm trying to say this they had two defensive linemen no no they had two defensive linemen I know that for a fact they had two defensive linemen and then they had four linebackers and five DBs that's what it was it was a two it was a two four five one day and you're like what the hell is going on and and like everyone was just confused like what are they doing they had five safety they had five dbs dan dan um, belton was there unfortunately dan belton our our safety from iowa that we drafted he broke his collarbone today so we don't know how, um you know we're still trying to guess on when he's uh i'm the scott steiner of the lgr <laughs> <laughs> Okay, man. You see, you see man, like that. Yeah, that's, no, no, you're right. No, yeah, it was like it was like a two, it was like a two, it was like a two, two four, five. It was like weird. It was weirding me out. And then, well, because they they had like a bunch of corners and safeties. They had they had Cordell Flat out there. They had Dan Belton out there. They had Adoree Jackson, Xavier McKinney. They there's the fight for CB two. That's the fight that's been going on for years, dude. Who's gonna be our cornerback too? There's gonna be a fight. It's gonna be a fight, man. Um, I think it's like I think Julian Love got ran out of that because he's now a safety. He's a safety now. They're making they're making him a safety. But after all of that, I don't really know what's going on, man. I don't really know what's going on, pretty much. But Aaron Robinson is gonna be probably uh, QB two. But after all, like pretty much, that's it. And Lastly, like the thing that that's really like really been really pissing me off really is there's a lot of one-on-one offensive line drills, like one-on-one defensive line drills. Yep. But the defense lineman kept f- jumping off sides. Like all of them, Justin Ellis, O'Shane Zimenez. O'Shane Zimenez needs to get his stuff together. He's gonna, they're going to cut him cuz he's not been playing very well. well. Maybe shall be running laps and Yeah, ha 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 ha. Funny, funny, funny. <laughs> Funny, funny, whatever. Shut up. You know what I mean? Shut your face. But yeah, no, like Ocean's. Nah, man, but like that's the thing, man. Like, bro, like, like you're trying to impress these new coaching staff. You need to get your stuff together, man, and keep doing offense. Like they kept literally, bro, they had like so many offensive sides, bro. It was him. It was Justin Ellis. It was like, oh, my God, bro, stop jumping off sides. Like, stop it. Like, can you stop? You know what I mean? Like literally, dude. And it was always him. It was him. And I'm like, bro, you're not, you're not endearing yourself right now. You're seriously not endearing yourself. You need to get your stuff together. You know? We also like we also um signed um Gerard Wilson today as a, as our as like a as probably like probably like safety backup for uh for Dane uh Dane Belton, our safety out of Iowa. Um Cordell Flop played the slot a lot. Um, but like like Wim Markendale, he plays Wink likes playing man, and Cordell Flott was the man receiver. Like he was man on man at LSU. Like he loves playing man. That's what he did. He he's here to play man. Like bump and run, and just bump and run, baby, just bump and run. And we'll see, man. We'll see. Like we're still early stages. Paz just came on. Yeah. Wandell's looking good, but after out of all after Wandell, the receivers haven't been really. Kadarius, oh, here's the one. The, here's the, I forgot about this. Kadarius Tony was never on the trading block. They never wanted to trade him. 
like I said, Kev, like I told you, like how like they don't really talk to the media in the press conference. They kind of like mm-hmm. keep it vanilla. Kadarius Tony, the, the report was from Pat Leonard. He was like, he's some he's some uh, reporter out there. He said, you know, you're being tra- you're he's on the trade block. And then Pat Leonard had the audacity in the press conference to ask Kadarius Tony, how did you feel that people were thinking of trading you? And Kadarius Tony knows it was his report that put out that he was being looked at to be traded. And Kadarius was like, you could see like the annoyance in Kadarius's face. Like, like you see like the irritants, like, bro, like, bro, I know you wrote that report. <laughs> Don't, it's not that, like, I know you wrote that report. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not dumb. Like, I know you wrote that report. Like, and he literally, like, his comeback was, I don't know what you're talking about. I talked to the people in, in the building. Like, like, the, the, like I talked to the people in the building. Unlike so you, don't you, believe it at all. you don't believe there was even just a little bit of some strife with, with Darius or. No, see, here's the thing. Like, if there talk. was strife, no, here's the thing. If there's strife, it was with the previous regime. They're all that's gone. That, that's, that's true. Like, they're all gone. And. These new people, they want to make a new relationship with Kadarius. So they probably talk to Kadarius and they're like, okay, I like him. He's going to stay. But Pat Leonard probably still was thinking of like, oh, old regime. They don't like him. Cause like, no, dude, like, we're not going to train him. Concerns? No, he's actually been healthy, pretty healthy. He's like, he's actually wearing the right size cleats this time. You know, no, no, no Knicks, no Nat. He looks pretty good. He had a very good he had a very good catch in the back of the end zone a couple times when there wasn't pads on. Um but yeah, man, um today was not a good day for the receivers. But overall the receivers have been pairing very well. Been pairing very well. So yeah. Yeah. Any other tidbits from uh from Padded Training Cap Kelp that we missed from the Cowboys? Um, no, I'll have to see the rest of practice. Um but we should, we should have a good look uh on the next week's show, um uh, yeah. with a full week of practice of padded practices. Exactly. That was, yeah, pretty much. Uh, oh, hold on, give me a moment, guys. Give me a moment. There is a stream lab, everyone. We do have a stream lab. Oh, uh, but we have a stream lab. It is from the one, the only. It is Brodney. Brodney. Oh, uh, Brodney, thank you very much. Uh, he says, Giants and Cowboys suck. But y'all are cool, though. Thank you, Brodney. I expect well, nothing else, Brodney. I, I expect I mean, You're right about else. you're half right. Well, you know, at least... Completely wrong. I was, I was gonna say he was completely wrong, but I see no, how it is, Caleb. I see how it is. I see how it is. Yeah, I see how it is. <laughs> Asshole. All right. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's pretty much like, like, what, what can you really know between non-padded practices early on in training camp? They look yeah. good against air. It's air. Like, it's air. Who cares? Like you're playing against air. But like in padded practices, Wandell looked good, and so did Tony. But like you know, Kenny needs to get it up. Uh, the offensive lineman. Like that's the thing, bro. Like. It's all about. It's all about the uh, the offensive and defensive lines with me. Those those are the people I'm focusing on. If our offensive line is good, we can do a lot with this offense. I saw Wandell do an orbit motion, pretty good. You know, and like I mean, here's the thing about me, Brian Dayball. What's yeah. up, no, I was saying, saying for me, it's all it's all about staying healthy. We we, we first yeah. goddamn practice a pat practice, we get a good injury. Yeah. Your, your, your receiver, too, broke his foot, like, right away. Yeah. Like, that's that's that's, that's a horrifying. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I understand you about that. But, um, but yeah, but pretty much, like, that's the thing, man. Like, the, like I trust Brian Dayball because of this. 
Like I we talked I I talked about this a couple um um Josh Allen when he got when he was drafted by Buffalo wasn't a very good wasn't very very good quarterback. You know what I mean? He wasn't. He wasn't accurate. He was just athletic. That's it. That's all he was. He just could throw it 75 yards. You know what I mean? Brian Dayball and Ken Dorsey made him an NFL quarterback. And guess who's our head coach? Brian Dayball. And guess who's yeah. our offensive coordinator? The guy who helped coach P- Patrick Mahomes and Mike Kafka. He was his QB coach. You know what I mean? You know, like him and Andy Reid, they helped coach Patrick Mahomes with Eric Bieniemy. Like all three of them were with Patrick Mahomes. So like they were part of the, the, the process of making a good quarterback. Same thing with Brian Dayball. Brian Dayball made Josh Allen who Josh Allen is. Josh Allen had so to like... you guys are drafting on the top 10 next year, you should be uh, able to um, coach up that new quarterback. I think you know who I think that they should they should go after if he has a great season if he has a great season next year. He reminds me of Josh Allen. He reminds me of Josh Allen, Anthony Richardson, the quarterback out of Florida. Because yeah. here's the thing: we're not gonna get one of the like we're gonna get a. I, I, I think we're probably gonna win more games than we should. Are you? You know what I mean? So are we're you? not gonna have a. Uh, we're not. We are. Calm down. We are. are. Okay. Yes, we are. Great, great coaching. No, great coaching can add a couple wins, Caleb. Shut your mouth, okay? Um, the quarterback thinking, can lose them all. Good point as well. You're, you're <laughs> right. But but here's the thing. I don't think we're going to get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Like, we're not going to get those guys. Those guys are going in the top five. You know what I mean? The people I'm looking at is Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, and Tyler Van Dyke out of Miami. Levis is, Levis is the quarterback at Kentucky who is Wandale Robinson's quarterback. Tyler Van Dyke is from Miami, and Anthony Richardson, like I said, is from Florida. Richardson reminds me of Josh Allen. Extremely raw, very fast, six foot five, big, has a howitzer for an arm. He can sling it. He, he's, he's, he's Josh Allen. He's just the brown version of Josh Allen. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, that's what he is. And I don't trust, I, you know, this, Anthony Richardson is probably a little different. I trust, you know, Anthony Richardson if he gets coached by. By Brian Dable. I think, you know, that's the kid we should we should really target in the draft next year. Anthony Richardson. Because he has all the tools. All the tools. All the tools. Any last bits, Caleb? No. No. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. All right, guys. On that note, um, that's the show. Um, come back next week, uh, Monday. We'll, we'll be talking more about it. You know what? Whatever, man. He, he, you know what? Josh Allen is is the white Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I said it. There it is. I don't think he'll be thrilled to be here. He's a brown Josh Allen. <laughs> hey, man, Josh Allen got like, you know what? Good, good for you, Josh Allen. You've improved your life. But it is what it is. Uh, but yes, on that note, everyone, uh, make sure um, like it, like this video if you haven't. If you're watching on the replay, please like it. Please subscribe if you haven't subscribed. This this year is going to revamp. We're talking Giants, Cowboys. And 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 uh, basic big NFL news. We will not be talking about the Arizona Cardinals. We will not be talking about the Houston Texans because we don't care about them. We care about two teams and two teams only. It is the NFC East. It is the Cowboys. It is the Giants. Probably a little Washington football team. Probably some Eagles because we face them. But overall, it is Cowboys Giants right here. I'm Ferris Madonna, and that is Caleb, you're frozen.
Is Caleb frozen for everybody or just me? He's frozen, but that's fine. Uh, so I'll head us out. He's at, you can find him at NFL Caleb 22. He has the betting articles uh, on the in, on our on our website at www.letsgetreadynetwork.com. Uh, he also does betting the NFL with our homeboy Derek. Um, they are yeah, I know. Yeah, he's frozen. I got you. I got you. I'm a room. All right, thank you. All right, Caleb. I'm 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 gonna head us all out. So guys, make sure to like and subscribe. If you want to join the Patreon, it is patreon.com slash LGN Network. Uh, this year it's gonna be kind of special because we're having a fantasy league for the patrons. We're gonna we're gonna be doing a fantasy ra- uh, wrap up sh- uh, roundup show about our. Why does this say that? That is not correct. It is good friends, better rifles. My bad, Caleb. You were frozen, Caleb. I know. You were frozen. Yeah. You were frozen. Oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, I said. Uh, well, while you were going through who we weren't talking about, I was gonna say that we might not even be talking Giants halfway through the season. Shut your mouth. All right. Where can people find you, Caleb? <laughs> uh yeah, you can find me at NFL Caleb twenty two uh on Instagram and Twitter. You can find my betting articles on the Let's Get Ready Network uh website at let's get ready network.com. And you can find uh me on this channel uh at Betty in the NFL. Um me and uh Derek Wesley, um D Weezy uh are talking betting, trying to help you win some money. So now, you know, if you want to win mm-hmm. some money, come and watch this. Yeah, also do like I said, the Patreon at patreon.com slash judge network. If you want to be a little bit more supportive, we have the fantasy league for uh, ten dollar patrons, as well as the pick'em league for five dollar patrons. Uh we'll be doing, like I said, uh we'll be talking Giants draft pick status all day. Yes, we will be talking if we have if we have a yes, draft pick top top five, top five, top ten. Uh but yeah, it's gonna be our LGR fantasy wrap up show where we talk about our fantasy league, who's the highest who scored the lowest points, who scored the highest points, and honestly. You know, every week, um, whoever scored the most points, I will try to get them on the show to talk about them, about their team, and how they felt about that week. But overall, um, that's pretty much it, guys. Make sure overall. Like, subscribe, share. That's it. That's all I ask for you. That's what I want you to do. That's what I need you to do. But after everything else, y'all could do if you want to. If you want to join the Patreon, join the Patreon. You know what I mean? Much love to everybody. If you want to... That's it. Thank you. Everyone has a wonderful night. Stay safe. And we'll be back Monday. Monday, everyone. See y'all then.